So you were lamenting about your back? Yes, my back. I I also did something to my back this weekend, and uh, I think it is directly related to the harsh change in the weather here in the Northeast this past weekend. I, I, that's the way I get to. I believe that my back gets worse when it gets cold. And then when we get like that, like that first snowstorm and I start doing stuff, which we haven't gotten yet, thank God, mm-hmm. that's when it gets really bad. That or when it gets, uh, when in the spring, when I start bl- having the air conditioner blow directly on me. Right. So, yeah, I, both times. But uh, yeah, it's getting cold. Well, it, so with me, it's more the uh, sudden drop in temperature. Mm-hmm. When it's a gradual decrease or increase the temperature, that's fine. Right. But it was 80 degrees on Friday, mm-hmm. and it was, like, m- low 50s on Sunday. Yep. That is too that is too steep of a drop too quickly for me. But isn't that what we always get? I always joke we, like, we have winter and summer in, in Pennsylvania, and then we have three weeks of spring and three weeks of fall. No, no, no. So we, and again, wet, hot weather talk, actually cold weather talk, but anyway. Right. Uh, the weather, like, so far in October was, like, mid to high 60s. Right, but what I mean is, and then you'll just get, and it'll just drop. It'll be like, okay. bang. But what happened was, we had our mid to high 60s, and then we had our one day of literal 80 degree weather on Friday. Right. And then it's just like, no, we got to go, we got to drop 30 degrees lower than what we, what we are today, you know? Right, right. But Uh, because, go ahead, sorry. Sorry, was that? No, I was going to go off on a topic about the cold, but go ahead. So what, what, uh, uh, well, again, helped or uh, supported all of this was Sunday was my kid's birthday. Uh, he, we had it at the pumpkin patch. Ugh. I mean, yay. Uh, and it ended up being, remember? And again, you might remember, as we talk about the seasons and the changing of the weather in Pennsylvania, remember his first birthday when he was just a baby, so he didn't have any friends, so we just invited, like, friends and family and stuff? Yeah, I remember going to that one. And it was outside, and it was that bitter cold day where everyone was, like, wearing, like, winter clothing in the middle of October. Right. That's kind of like how it was at the Pumpkin Patch this past Sunday. Right. It was like cold, icy rain on and off where it would just like downpour for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and then the sun would come out for like a half hour. Right. And then it would just start raining again and it was so windy and it was so crazy, but it didn't matter. The kids had a great time. Right. But I think schlepping all the stuff like from my car to the pavilion where the the party was and then when we were done, like schlepping it back up. Mm Mm-hmm. With the weather change is what kind of uh, affected my back. Right. It makes all the tendons tight when it gets cold that fast. Mm. Then you go stretching them. That's not good. Right. But because of that said cold weather, I was reminded that my my furnace didn't work. Oh. Okay. Because the la- – like, you know how, like, we were talking about going from hot to cold? Um, last year – like we had a cold day and then it just went right into like, like a warm weather really quick. Mm-hmm. And then we had one. So the, the boiler or the furnace, whatever I have a gas steam radiators. 
it was working, working, working. Then the temperature went up. And then we had like one or two cold days. Like, and then it was spring from then on out. Those last two cold days, my furnace didn't go on. And I'm like, well, we're in April or whatever. I don't even know. I'm like, I'm not paying to have them come and fix the furnace because I'm not going to use it all summer. And then because I have an old like coal basement, like it gets damp down there, even in the summer and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, well, wires, if it's wires, they might corrode again by, you know, no October, November. So I was like, ah, I'll just save the money and this, whatever. So that cold came and I was like, turned on the heat and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It doesn't work. So I called my, my plumber and he came as like, as we record this today to do the furnace and also fix a leak, like a leaky shower head that, uh, it just was washers. I'll, I'll get to the furnace in a minute, but, the the shower was just dripping, but because somebody tightened, whoever put the shower in, put one of the rings that you take off to get to the washers on ridiculously tight. Mm. I couldn't do it and he needed a tool. So he came and, and did it. He's like, now if you ever have to change the washers, it's easy. But, uh, it's, it's like, like they didn't use, uh, never sees and stuff like that. So you can take it. So it all got corroded and wouldn't come out. I was like, okay, that's done. And then the furnace turned out to be something easy that it was a, uh, a, a little piece. Of, it's called a pigtail that goes around, looks like actually like a pigtail and that because of the rust in the water, got corroded inside and plugged up. He just changed that. And I said, well, while you're here, clean the whole furnace, like clean the, like make sure the chimney's not clogged, get in there, get like the gas uh, uh, vents where the, the, the fire is. He's like, you know, they clean that up. So any of the burners are clogged up. It works at peak, you know, performance and everything. So I was like, well, I should be good now all winter with my furnace. I'm knocking on wood right now. So we'll see how that goes. So because of how cold it was Sunday and into Monday, even we had to turn our heat on way right. sooner than I would have liked to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but working home alone, I'm the only one here. I made the executive decision <laughs> to turn it on. Right. And what I did was I kind of blasted it, you know? Yep. Uh, I put it up to like 78. Mm-hmm. And then once my wife came home with Asa, she was like, oh, it's too hot in here. I go, okay, that's fine. I kind of want to heat the whole thing up and now right. it's down to like 70 and it'll probably stay at 70 until it gets like super duper cold outside. Right. Um, but as long as it's like fifties outside, you know, mm-hmm. I'm okay with 70 inside. And this was one of those things where it's been a while. Cause I'm never usually the first one to kick the heat on for the year. It's always my wife. Right. So I was trying to go through everything in my head of like, all right, what are the steps that we need to do? What do I need to listen for? Right. What do I need to, what do I need to, you know? What kind of heat do you have? Okay. So we're getting, so we used to have oil. Uh, and then maybe about like seven or eight years ago, we switched it over to gas, right? Love gas heat. Because. Gas is great. Uh, however, uh, being a homeowner for some 16 plus years, having the gas heat for seven or eight years. Um, every time that I turn it on, I'm like, is this the year where I don't notice that the gas is leaking and I blow up the house by turning the heat on? 
Oh my God, stop it. That's a fear that lives inside of me. I wish there was something I could do about that, but uh, there's a lot of fears that I never had in my head or my life before until I met someone. Oh, okay. I'm. You're not talking about me. You're talking about your better half, right? Correct. Okay, just making sure. Uh, so the next step uh, is we have to uh, do the winterization of the pool. You know, the pool that we just got <laughs> up in two weeks ago. Right, right. But really quick. So you have gas, but do you have baseboard? Do you have steam radiators? Do you... uh, baseboard. Okay, all right. Now go on to the pool. I was just curious. But yeah, it's it, it's such a satisfying sound when you when like it kicks on and you hear the pilot light blowing for the first right. time. See, because I was and, wondering because if you have the radiators like Mayan, I haven't turned it on. They turned it on to make sure it ran, and then they they were like, turn it down because it was warm today. But when I turned Mayan on because I have the steam radiators, like they like they bang and clang and you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So I was wondering if if you if you got that lovely you know, experience too. Well, what, you know, obviously because it's the, uh, it's hot water baseboard, I guess they would say. Right. So like you hear the water like flowing through everything mm-hmm. and it's such like a soothing sound as it goes through the house. <laughs> yep. Recorded on your phone and you could listen to it and meditate. Mm-hmm. But weatherizing the pool. Yes. That's probably going to be not this weekend, maybe next weekend. Ah, so Asa can get a few more, you know, laps in. No, uh, this weekend we have, uh, let's hang out on Friday. Right. We have work and fall festival for scouts on Saturday. Okay. And then Sunday is Asa's piano recital. Ooh, yes. Do you know what? And he's this is play? not the lax one at uh, Knobles. This is like a fancy dress one at a church oh, or something. Getting the tuxedo out. Mm-hmm. I don't or, think so about that. Or at least the tuxedo T-shirt. That's what I was jokingly saying to <laughs> my kid and everyone else. Right. That they would have to wear. But, uh, no, you know, I could pass with my new fancy haircut. Mm. I have a shirt and pants, you know. <laughs> right. Pants are important. Right. All right. But that should be fun. I have Baltimore this weekend, so I can't. That's right. That's right. So when are you leaving for Baltimore? Friday morning. Okay. Because I think Baltimore, like the show, like on a Friday opens up later than it does on the weekend. Oh, so I don't okay. know if it's like noon or one or, or or 11 or whatever. So it's not like it's the 10 o'clock. I think it might be one. Um, it's not like it's the, the, the Saturday, which will be early, early. So we'll be there already, have the hotel room. So like why get on the road? But so that's what I'll do. But I'll be back. I should be back Saturday night. Mm. I'm not going because yes, it says uh, Friday. It starts. At, it opens at one. Right. So it takes about three hours. You know, you want to stop if you got to stop for a minute to relax. So I could see us, you know, leaving around nine, maybe. Okay. And but I don't. You and the art collector going, and that's it. Yeah. Yes, that's all that's going. Uh, because we're talking about. Uh, he's like, ah, I'm not even going to plan it. I'll call you. He goes, I'll call you Tuesday night. I was like, No, no, no. Call call me Wednesday night. Um, and we'll figure it out. So, 
So no plans set. But, you know, we've done it before. It's not like it's rocket science. Right. You need anything, Joe, besides uh, Flash 182s? No, no. Um, I think CGC is going I think CGC is actually going to be there. So if I buy one, I can get it CGC'd for you. I was going to say, you, you want to slug someone from CGC in the gut for me? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him with one of the slabs. No, but that's do 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 you have an agenda? What do you what are you going to other than just to go? Um, usually I it's well I for like I'll probably look for books regardless. Um, I don't know what I I'm missing in my collection, but that's part of it. There's one creator that I want to go and hopefully get a sketch from, at least one. That not, one is uh, my not someone with the initials K M. I hope. Oh, you're you're killing my joke. I was gonna be. I was going to be at the show getting something in my sketch or uh, getting a commission from KM and waiting for you to keel over. Ugh. No, I don't think I'll be getting anything from him. I hope. Um, but uh, there's going to be a certain artist who does a book that we like called Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton is going to be there. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah. So he's he's the lead one. And then after that, it's like, oh, OK. Um, but, you know, if there's another artist that I want. I'll try and go get, but I don't know. And then a couple people gave me things to get signed or, you know what I mean? Like, so I have stuff for other people to look for. Um, this is more a getting away show than like having like a focus because as much as I love the show, you know, it's, we're, we're at the, on the other end of the pandemic a little bit, like a lot of people canceled. There's not like, you know, a, like a stacked stack. It's a stacked deck but it's not a stack, stack, stack deck. So I'm like, ah, you know, if it was, I would have went the full three days. You know what I mean? So it's more of a, hey, I got a mask and I want to get away kind of a deal. Right. There you go. So. Well, be safe. Uh, you know, stay out of trouble. Don't uh, harass Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, you know, I feel bad. I feel bad because everybody's, you know, was going to ask him about Saga. Now they don't have to. Now they have right. something else to ask him about. But, uh, yeah, it should be fun. You stay safe and don't drink too much at the bar and mm-hmm. hope the floor doesn't collapse. <laughs> well, there is music afterwards, but I hope to be long gone by the time the music starts. I heard it's not skinny jeans. He refuses to go. But anyway. Well. He's he's a big shot now, so excuse us. Well, I hope you have fun there, too, and stay safe. Yeah. I'm not hitting mute on my microphone, by the way. That's okay. This is the dicking around show. Well, even on the regular show, um, I saw a friend of mine lamenting that they hate when uh, people on podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, when they're not speaking, they don't mute their mic. Right. That's a pet. That's a podcast pet peeve of his, and I started shaking, you know, <laughs> right? Because I've got my list. Oh, I know. You know, and I have to, and I have to add this uh, to the list. You know what I hate more than people who don't mute their microphones when they're not speaking on a podcast? People who mute their microphones when they're not speaking on a podcast. People who mute their microphones when they're not speaking on a podcast. And then start speaking again and forget to unmute themselves. So the other person on the thing is like, you have your mute on. You have your mute on. You have to unmute yourself. And that goes on for a while. And then they don't edit that out of the podcast. 
Guess what my new trick on this show is going to be? Uh, no, I wouldn't do that to you. I try to stay away from your pet right. peeves. I, I do. I try. I will admit I have hit the mute and forgot to put it back on more from like sneezing or coughing. Sure. You know, like I don't mute like when you're, when you're, when I'm not talking, but I've had it where I've had like, I don't know, I was drinking water while you were talking and I like, oh, went down the wrong pipe. I'm going to do that hack for. 20 seconds so i put the mute on and then you know it's my turn to talk i'm like oh where is it hit it kind of a deal but that's just because oh i thought i was gonna die right and uh i'm of the same mindset as well i think it's better to keep the mute on because there's more of a chance of you forgetting to turn it back on i've listened to too many podcasts where that happens right even with the little blinky light that we have on our sweet, sweet Yeti microphones that are still right. still holding out, Joe. Knock on wood. Yeah, you know, it's been, what, 10 years, 11 years now? 10 years, I think, mm-hmm. that these things are still holding up? You know what? That might be the best thing the Prince of Portugal ever did for us. Oh, my God. The Prince of Portugal. <laughs> yeah. But. You know, I was. So. Um, hmm. let me do my best to tiptoe around this. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the Prince of Portugal. Right. You know, he has a very large YouTube presence right now, right? Kind of. Yeah. I go check his stuff every once in a while. Yeah. And he's got tons of followers on Twitter, right? Sure. Tons of followers on Twitter, huge YouTube following, very little engagement. Right. A lot of people don't comment back, you know, but they're just, I think they're just in awe of them. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. So I recently learned that a friend of the Prince of Portugal, right? Right. Uh, in the, uh, and I don't want to say the early days of YouTube, but let's say maybe about like, 11 to 12 years ago at the beginnings of YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you could have gotten in on the ground floor on a lot of things. Um, in, and instead of allowing these things to kind of develop and grow naturally, uh, was maybe assisted in getting bot farms involved, right? Okay, right. Uh, and that's just like the people that are paid to essentially drive up those numbers artificially. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the Prince of Portugal's friend got to be the test subject for that <laughs> because right. he ended up getting most of, if not all of the monetization of his YouTube channels shut down. Okay. Uh, back way before, like, three, four years ago when everyone was like, oh, I make my income off my YouTube channel. Now I got nothing. He he got the brakes put on him right out of the uh, starting gates. Oh, well, get, headed off at the pass, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That was cryptic enough for you, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think I put pieces together, but when, uh, you know, when we hit the mute button for real, I'll ask you. Right, of course, of course. But, uh... Do we have one more thing to talk about, Joe? Okay, so we do have one more thing to talk about, and I'm glad you, you uh, with all your experience in podcasting and podcast listening, to know to keep something like this to the end, right? Right. Okay, so uh, if you're a $5 patron and you already listen to this week's 
six never seen movies, a Polish vampire in Brooklyn. What is it? Polish Burbank. Yeah. A Polish vampire in Burbank. I hate when you screw up the openings, Joe, but go ahead. Right. Polish vampire in Burbank. If you've already Mm -hmm. listened, let's talk. But again, maybe you're not a $5 patron. Maybe you haven't gotten a chance to listen to this week's uh, six never seen movies. If you are a $5 patron, put a pin in this, come back. Because there's spoilers. Right. Life spoilers. Right. But if you're not a $5, this is a reason you should be. This is a big one. Okay. So we're recording the episode, and uh, we had a bunch of bits planned. Uh, I we, we both really enjoyed the movie. Todd, of course, from a young age, when he had first discovered uh, Polish Vampire in Burbank as a 10-year-old, me as a 44-year-old. Had a fun time with the movie, and we were uh, putzing around the writer, director, star of the movie, Mark Pirro's website, PiroMount.com, right? And we're dicking around, we're looking at some of the other stuff that he's done, and we see that there's like a merchandise and prop section where you could purchase, like, items that were in the movies, specifically this movie. And I had Todd like, oh, how much was this, and how much was that, and how much was this? Mm Mm-hmm. So at the bottom of the page, uh, it says, if you have any questions or concerns in regards to uh, any of the items for sale here, uh, please contact us at this email address and this phone number. So on the episode as part of what we were doing, I called the phone number. Uh, We record late East Coast time uh, when we do the shows. So, you know, it was... Whatever time it was, I'm I'm assuming he's in uh, California, you know, right? And it gets a vo- and we get a voicemail, and I leave a message, and I'm like, ah, oh, that was a fun bit for the uh, Patreon show, right? Yep. I think nothing of it. So I'm sitting here Saturday afternoon, uh, reading my comic books, listening to some podcasts, and all of a sudden my phone rings, and I think it's my wife who has left to go to the store. I forgot the list. I forgot this. You know, make sure this is whatever. And I look over and I see it's the phone number that I called the night before calling (laughs) me back. Right. It was Mark Pirro himself calling me back. Right. And uh, he's like, hello, Joe. I go, yes. And I'm like, Mark Pirro. And he's like, yes. And uh, I go, oh, my goodness. I go, this is hilarious. And I I tell him, you know, I watched the movie for the first time and. Uh, so on and so forth, and how my my podcast partner discovered it when he was 10 on the USA and everything else like that. And he's like, oh, that's great. I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. How did you get this number? <laughs> and I said, it's on the website. You know, we were looking at the website, and you have a bunch of the, you know, props and items and stuff from the movies up there for sale. And at the bottom, it's like, here's an email address, and here's a phone number. So I called the phone number, and here we are, you know? And uh, he's like, huh, okay. And it seemed like he didn't know that his phone number was on the website, but okay. You know, Mm -hmm. I haven't gone back to see if somebody's updated it to take the phone number off the website now. I I was wondering. I was wondering because he might be like, you know what? I don't want people like this. Right. Well, okay. So uh, we're just, you know, just casual conversation. You know, it's like, oh, really dug this. And, you know, uh, we were thinking about uh, whatever. You know, uh, like, I really enjoyed the movie. We had a blast with it. It was so much fun. This, that, the other thing. And 
I forget how I got onto it and he got onto it or I, we both got onto it. But um, one of the things that we toyed with for next year's movie, whatever, for the Patreon was we we're going to put it to a, a poll, a vote or whatever uh, to have the movies of Mark Pirro. Because mm-hmm. Todd looked at his IMDb and saw there was 14 in total. We had already done one. And a and couple I, of them were the shorts. And we're like, okay, we can kind of bundle those together, right? I figured it out. It may be 10 or 11 altogether if we bundle a couple of the shorts. Well, one Mark, of them, Pier- Mark Pirro himself told me it's only 11. Right. Well, I found out because I went through them one by one. One was an unused or unpicked up television pilot. Gotcha. So that's one of them that's throwing us off. So, you know, we'll see if we can find that. So, uh, so I mentioned that to him and I'm like, listen, I have, I'm thinking to myself, like, I have Mark Pirro on the phone right now. (laughs) Right. And I said, I go, we were thinking about it, you know, because we do one a month and we'd have to fill out 12 months or whatever it is. And, uh, I said, would you be interested in being on the podcast. Like we would do an interview, talk to you about each one of the movies and stuff and kind of put it with each one as we reviewed it on the podcast. And he's like, Oh, that'd be great. I I just did a podcast recently where we talked for over an hour about this, that, the other thing. And I'll just say, I go, I wish I knew there was a Mark Pirro podcast out there talking about whatever, because I definitely would check it out, but I couldn't find where the hell this was anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to reach back out to Mr. Piero sometime uh, in December. And it looks like this year we're probably not going to put it up for a vote. We're probably going to do the Patreon show as the movies of Mark Piero. Yep. Because when you told me about this, you're like, oh, I think I'm not going to do the poll. And I think my answer was, unless Linda Blair calls us. Yes, unless Linda Blair calls. <laughs> then we'll have to put up a, a poll. But I do like the fact that you called me. That morning or afternoon, the day oh, after. Yes, yeah, so that's the other part of it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm sitting on the couch watching college football, and I'm my phone. Fo- no, it's okay. Uh, and my phone rings, and I look down, and it's Joe Sposto. And I'm like, either the greatest thing in the world has happened or the worst, right? So I'm like, hello. And I get, I always like, because I know when like you're doing your Joe bit, you're like, hello. And I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Is Mark Pirro, like, are we on a three-way call? <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, but, and he proceeds to tell me this story. And I go, okay, because I knew it was either that or somebody died in a fiery crash because you don't call me, you know, like, and that's, you proceeded to tell me. I want to talk to the phone to anyone. Right. No, yeah, you don't. No, I found that out uh, when we started this podcast and doing other stuff. I found that out. You were like, just fucking text me. I'm like, okay. All right. I'm old. I'm an old man. I'm even older than you. Um, but I knew. And then we talked about it. And Joe was just like, I can know. I, I'm going to think what Joe's like in his head. He's like, Todd's just being a giddy idiot. And I want to get off the phone now. Because <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Can't wait. Uh, we'll have to figure some stuff out. But yeah, hopefully this will work out. We may need a backup plan if Mark Pirro big times us. But I don't know if he will. I, I You know what? Um. I have a feeling we're going to do okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm going to email him sometime probably like after like after Thanksgiving just to like kind of set things up to see when would be good for him. Mm-hmm. Just so we can kind of brush up on our um, uh, Mark Pirro film so we have like time to interview him, 
And then obviously my thought process is we've already done one of the movies, so it would have to be 10. We'd have to figure something out out there. But if we did like an episode that was just like a catch-all interview with Mark Pirro. That's what I was thinking. And then and then have uh, yeah. that be one episode. And then when we get into like individual stories about each of the movies, we would cut that up and put that along with the movie. Right, right. Right. And we'll figure something out. I don't know. So I'll I'll say this as we were talking, you know, I decided to to poke around at Linda Blair, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so she is on Cameo. Right. And she has two options, Todd. Yes. One is a call for personal use, a video for you or someone else, mm-hmm. uh, or for business, uh, book a marketing campaign or big event. Ooh. Do you want to guess what the uh, price uh, options are on these? Okay, for just the straight cameo, like, hey, like, happy birthday, Joe kind of a deal? Yes. Uh, $99. Okay, guess the other thing. Um, for the business one? Yes. $250. Okay. The personal use video is $349. Oof. The business marketing campaign or big event one is $2,443. Oh, okay. Seems legit. So suffice to say, besides these being essentially like fuck you prices, um, I don't think we'll be getting uh, 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 a Linda Blair uh, reach out. Okay. Sadly. Sadly. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we are at the uh, uh, beginnings of a Mark Pira resurgence. You know, mm-hmm. that's all. Um, and just so you know, numbers still up on Pira Piramount. Okay, thank you for checking. Yep. All right, so that's it. You know, if that's not a tease to go check out the uh, the Patreon shows, whether it be the five dollar level, the dollar level, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, become a fan of Mark Pirro, you know? <laughs> right. <sighs> and uh, that was... I had my notes. Did I close my notes? I don't know. Son of a bitch. Uh, that was uh, Longbox Heroes After Dark 362. And uh, we'll see you all here next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named soon network. To be named. The Lamborghini. <laughs> of Podcast Network.